Hello and welcome to this week's Girls No Filter. This is Jess and I'm here with my besties, Kel. Hi. And Gab. Hey. We're all very sprightly today, aren't we? Ever since we walked we through are. the door. Yeah, we it's are. The sun, it's the sunshine. I think it's because oh. we're back together again. Yeah. It is. I haven't seen you in three days. Do you know what? Actually, the sunshine literally lifts your spirits, doesn't oh, it? it really does. It, it, scientifically, do. it does, though. It, it sends does. out happy endorphins in your body. Yeah, it does. And it's so true. Like, the past couple of weeks have been really beautiful. And you do genuinely feel so much brighter and better about life, even if you are having a bit of a crappy day. It's, like, out- outweighed, isn't it? But don't you think the weather at the minute in England is so up and down? Oh, I'm dressing it work in the mornings. So I don't no. know what to put on. I'm either too hot, too cold. Yeah. It's a nightmare, Kel. We'll try and combine that with being pregnant oh. and not being able to get into jeans. Uh, see, I'm going to just live in leggings. I know it when yeah. I'm pregnant. I, I did order a few pairs last see, night. See, I live in leggings girls. anyway, you know no, me. That you don't want to be living in I'm, leggings. I'm not sorry, attractive. Gab. Gab. <laughs> I'm wait, wait. Sorry, it's just not. You wait till your time and then... I'll need more than leggings because I'll be the size of an actual Listen, house. I Black well, leggings but... and a nice little top is better than jeans that don't fit. Ooh, that yeah. is the lazy girl's uniform. That is leggings and a what, top. You mean like I this? can't bear yeah. it. <laughs> no, that but is hang what on. Jess is wearing yeah, today. but I'm not talking about gym leggings. To be fair, I've like... just been gym. I've got my black jeans in there. I've been wearing jeans before the gym. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the cheap cotton yeah, leggings that are through the bobble. You know like what we used to wear back in the day? Yeah. Leggings. I wouldn't I'm wear them. a pair of black leggings. The I've worst got nice ones is now. in the midsummer when you see a girl walking down the high street and from behind they're just sheer on the bum oh. and she's wearing a short top and you can just see yeah, like, it's nothing yeah. through to the bum. I mean rule number one if you're going to wear leggings make wear sure they're good top or make yeah. sure they're good quality. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't wear a short top anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't subject anyone to this arse and a pair of black leggings at the minute. <laughs> Even though saying that, my gym leggings are completely see-through and I didn't realise until George's mate was behind me in a gym class. <laughs> and kept kind of, you? I know, it's always me. <laughs> kept kind of looking and I was like, that's a bit weird. And then I was training with George and he was like, came up to me steaming and he went, you realise your leggings are totally see-through? <laughs> I was like, that's why your mate was looking at me arse the other week. Oh no. So yeah. How was everyone's weeks? Uh, mine was good. Anything um, to report? Nothing to report, really. I mean, I did do a hit class this morning that nearly killed me. And do you know what? I have to tell you this. The instructor was not a very nice woman. So the first thing she did is, you know, in the circuits, they go around and they, t- they explain what you need to do in each stage. And then there were a couple of women talking at the back and she went, if you're not listening, I won't be telling you again. Like that. I was like, all right, love, you're not a teacher. You're a gym instructor. Yeah, they get right on their high horse. Really on our high horse. And so that was number one. And then number two, this woman kind of ran in, clearly flustered. She was about eight minutes late for the class and everyone was in pairs except me. I was on my own, but I was very, I didn't want to be Mm. in a pair. So I kind of positioned myself to be on my (laughs) own. She could very easily have joined me. She went, I'm so sorry. I'm like, can I quickly join in? No, you should have been here on time. What? And she went, oh, okay, and walked off. It's not a regiment's bloody boot camp. What do you think this is? And then the third thing she did, which really wound me up, so when everyone finished the class, I went in to wash my hands, came out, everyone else had gone, not bothered washing their hands. (laughs) I came out and she was slagging everyone in the group off to another trainer. What, saying they were shit? Showing her how shit everyone was. Oh, my God. She was going, I was doing this, and he was like, ugh, ugh, really struggling. And I was like, and I shot her a look, and I thought, you nasty piece of work. Have you reported her? No, I'm not going to report her, am I? No. Are you not? No. I mean, bad karma, bad karma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So that was my week, trying to do a bit more exercise. How about you, Kel? Yeah. What's been going on in my week? You know what? One thing I vowed not not to do when I fell pregnant or before I got pregnant was all you talk about is being pregnant because mm. it's bloody boring. But <laughs> one thing I'll say is 
as soon as people know you're pregnant or you tell people that you're pregnant, all they want to do is talk about their own children, the whole of their labour. Like, mm. literally, they give you detailed <laughs> breakdowns of their birth, traumatic experiences. You come across these people who you, you don't know particularly well and they just want to share their whole like, experience of motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jess? I had a really chilled weekend, to be fair. I am trying to get fit and lose a bit of weight. And I've realised the only way to do it is really to cut out sugar and alcohol pretty much five nights a week. So I'm now limiting myself to like one or two nights a week for a drink and only a few drinks. So yeah, I had a really chilled one. Went around to my mum's. She had a roast dinner. And speaking of my mum, she is our special guest today. Mother. Welcome. Hello, Carol. Hello, girls. Carol, you come on girls down. girls have drove me mad for many years. <laughs> and you're still chatting and don't stop talking. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Mum, you've known the two girls for, what, I don't know. Years. Years, years and years and years and years and years. So you've seen it all. You've you've seen the boyfriends, the ex-boyfriends. Seen the tears. I've seen the laughter. <laughs> yeah. I've turned boys away knocking at my door. Oh, Carol, I know years. who you're aiming yeah. that at. So <laughs> for our listeners, um, exactly. Carol was my cover once. So um, I had a, <laughs> this is always me, a boyfriend <laughs> story. So I can assure you I'm a faithful, loving wife. So I had a, an ex-boyfriend who I wasn't really happy with and I was seeing someone else at the same time and I was leaving a nightclub with the bit on the side and was driving back to Carol's house I think you were there Jess yeah I don't know I I don't know was I in bed oh no I he'd taken me home but I had said to my boyfriend at the time I'm sleeping at Jessica's yeah that was it and then he knocked on the door, Carol, didn't he? What time in the morning yeah, was no, it? No, he bibbed outside in the street, <laughs> in the middle Ferrari. of the street in his Ferrari, bibbing, 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 two and a half, two, half past two in the morning. So oh I ran God. out there in my nightdress and tried to lie my teeth through, saying, oh, she's in bed, she's asleep, she's upstairs. And he said, I don't believe you. And I said, no, it's true. 100% is true. She's asleep upstairs. No. That's what I did. And then you, you, used, to, you, you used to leave him and move in with us, then you'd be back. You'd knock on our door on a weekly basis. We've had a row again. Literally, yeah, my mum would go, come in, Gab, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> yeah. Dinner on the side, plate for one. That's what I always liked about your house, though, Carol. You'd always knock on the door and get a dinner in your house. Yeah. It's always a dinner. It was like Piccadilly Circus. We had every and kid a in the street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a full fridge them days, yeah. 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 It was always full fridge. <laughs> but I think it's really nice, obviously, mum's come in today to basically focus on parenting, how you kind of, anything you'd change, what you regret, what you don't regret, what you'd wish you'd done more of. And a lot of people say, you know, what's your secret to bringing up your kids, you know, four and you were only 25 when you had me, weren't you? And then obviously you had three after. So 25 in my eyes is quite young. And any advice you can give to us and particularly our Kelly here, who's about to be a mother herself? <laughs> Even though I've just gone on a big rant about not wanting to hear about anyone else's children. Exactly. <laughs> no. Um, no, I just think that, like, going, I've no, I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything that I brought my children up. I think that you let them grow up the way that they want to. You can't force them to do anything. I think children are born with their own personalities. I had four kids and every one of them are different. When I first had Jessica, because she was the oldest, I can remember thinking, oh, she's going to be a ballerina. And I stuck her on the ballerina's chair. And she sat there. And when I went back, she was crying. She'd been crying for the whole hour. And I realised then you couldn't force them to do it. And then down the line, five or six years later, she took ballet up in school and excelled in every exam. So I then realised that you let your children do 
to a certain limit what they are interested in and never force them because mm. when they... I don't know about that, love. Hang on, Carol. Let's rewind there right now. Let's go no, yeah. on Carol. Yeah, I was a bit forceful with Jessica. <laughs> a bit, a bit. I was in every club going and actually when I was chucked out the school play, Oliver, twist, I was bloody Mrs Bumble, I wouldn't mind, I wanted to be Nancy. I went for my everything and they said, you're chucked out because you don't know your lines off by heart. She marched in there, banged on the staff room door, which was... <laughs> Which you're not allowed to knock on on Monday nights, by the way, which she did, and said, um, excuse me, what's... Go on, you can tell I the said, what's the problem? Jessica, you know, <laughs> Jessica's got this part, and she says she hasn't learned her lines. I said, well, give her a one more night. She will go home and she will learn those lines. She will learn she those will lines. She will learn those lines. And when I walked out, I said to her, home, you're back in. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you thankful for that now? Exactly. Yeah. To be Having fair, I needed, a, I needed a push, didn't yeah, I? I've always bit, needed yeah, a push because I didn't have the confidence. Well, there you go. And Carol, there was another instance I may remind you of, of our old drama teacher. Do you remember there was oh, a play yeah. where it was the cast were two adults who were the main part and then ten children or something like that. And I was one of the adults and Jess got cast as one of the children. No, no, no. You were the children with, with our friend right. and I got cast as the dad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes, so I was fuming. So I was like, what are you trying to again, say? Got her boots I know, and marched I know. in there. Um, I remember the girl band years and years ago when Jessica wasn't chosen for it, oh, first yeah, of all, and I was yeah. like... Why hasn't she been chosen? Like, she should be in this band. And I think I must have drove the teacher mental. No, actually, someone dropped out and I got in it. Yeah, yeah. and then she got in it and I was like <laughs> the proudest mother on the planet up oh, the stage watching Karen. every movement. Oh. I think that's what it is. You're just proud as a mother and I just think you want so much your children to achieve. And I just think that's why I was like that type of person. I wasn't really over pushy. I wasn't like strict person and, and stop them doing things and because I was the easiest mother going, but I think I was just that... You were quite a stage mum. Like I think one point, I think maybe you know, I should have been on the stage. That's what it was. <laughs> I remember when um, we were younger, and I would get like, do you remember? I was always teacher's pet at school with drama, oh, so it was yeah. always teacher's pet, always got the main parts, obviously. And then I remember one year it was Wizard of Oz. You know, what oh, I'm going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was always the main part, so I kind of rocked up waiting to be told my part. And Jessica was the witch. Yeah, Wicked Witch, witch of the West. And Shardo was one of the main parts, wasn't it? The Wicked Witch which of the one West. One of the main parts. Remember about your amazing witch laugh? Yeah. And Shardo was a cat. And I rocked up and I was like, well, obviously I'm Dorothy because there are no other main parts left. <laughs> and they went, no, you're the, you know, the tornado. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're the tornado. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, and there's five other people who are also the tornado. So there's five of you making up this tornado. Well, I was furious. It was like the first time I'd not been told I didn't have a make part. But I'll I tell you what, you... I was the best tornado ever. <laughs> you surely was. One fifth of the tornado. Yeah, one fifth. Yeah. You, do you think, Kel, that you'll be like kind of putting your child into all these like classes and... I don't know. You'd like to think, well, like, like Warren will. Said, yeah, Warren will. <laughs> Warren will be lining them up. It depends, firstly, whether it's a girl or a boy, doesn't it? And what kind of thing yeah. that they're drawn to doing. And really, you've, you've got to let them play to their strengths, haven't you? And, and, <laughs> and, and, and help them out anyway, in any way you can, I think. So it's always nice to encourage them, I think. Yeah, if they're if they're good at something, but if they're not, maybe just pull them back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> even down to like, do you remember the French Exchange? You made me go on that. I didn't make you. Oh, Mum, you no, did. But I you made me, like that. You made me go I on the ski to... trip, which thank God you did because it was the best well, that, holiday I think, ever. I was, that's what I was going to say. I think things like that. I yeah. am so pleased that my parents pushed me to do certain things and. 
outside of your comfort zone because when you're a child and you're like within you your school group or whatever, yeah, yeah. You, you are you're nervous to kind of go out and do those things and French exchange that would never appeal to any of us really unless like you just think ever. oh you're going ever, all, all ever. like on a big but fun you, trip but actually then having to live with another family <laughs> but we all did <laughs> oh. it eventually <laughs> but honestly Jessica and I are exchanging glances across the oh table because we both God. remember the horror of our French no, exchange experience. No, all she experience. used to say to me was the wallpaper. <laughs> the wallpaper. No, no. And no, I, we lived in a school, Mum. She was a headmistress, so we had to live in a school dorm. <laughs> but do you know what? I cried May I remind every you of the night single... at dinner time that she licked and gave to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we were having dinner around the table. And was it a knife or a fork I didn't have? Fork. Was it a fork? Oh, no. And I remember the mum had a great big mole on the top of her lip with hair <laughs> sprouting out of it. Oh, and obviously... Don't. We're all a bit kind of hygiene phobes anyway, aren't we? Oh, and God, yeah. she, and I was probably even worse when I was younger because my mum was like it too. I said, I'm so sorry I don't have a fork to eat the dinner. She licked the remains off of her fork. <laughs> no, she didn't. She ran you it under liar. the tap. I think you, she ran it under then the tap. she ran it under the tap. Yeah, I'd be a bit And like gave that. it to me and it. thought that was no, acceptable. I well, not. I died a death in my seat. I was like, what am I going to do? I don't think oh, I ate. No. no, but the funniest thing is, do you remember when back in the day, like mobile, we didn't have mobile phones. So no. To speak to my mum, she had to go around the corner for some reason our house phone. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. I think our house working. phone had broken or something. And well, I we hadn't paid walk. the bills. I had to walk to the... Po- no, you uh, drove. Drove to no, the, the phone box. No, the phone box wasn't far from where I lived. So I walked to the phone box and phoned you every night and every night I'd walk home crying my eyes out thinking, oh, oh Carol. Because I broke was my heart. literally but She tried to not, no, she tried to not cry and she used to say to me when she come home, every night I got off that phone, I sobbed and sobbed. But I knew oh. that she was doing that anyway. Yeah. Oh, and it broke my but heart. It, it's character building, isn't it? Mm. Doing things yeah. 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 Character <laughs> building. I've never <laughs> I've been distraught since. <laughs> no, <laughs> with Jessica. Life. No. we went together. <laughs> With Jessica, she would happily not do anything. And I think that's why I pushed her, because all her friends were doing it and she was going to miss out. Happily yeah. not do anything. Mum, I was in every No, you did eventually. Going. I nearly because... passed out one day of hydration. <laughs> oh, no, you never passed out. Do you remember the pet lunch used to bring you after school? <laughs> Five sandwiches, 40 packets of biscuits and crisps in the car. The whole car was like a sweet shop. You it, darling. <laughs> no, you never was, went hungry, was, You never went hungry. <laughs> that was from our snacks in between school and ballet. We all so had after-school snacks. <laughs> yeah. Natalia's never had Why one. Why did we have that? Oh, I, got, I used to get home to a pecan pastry every night. <laughs> of course she did. Home-baked, of course. A maple and pecan pastry. It was delicious. And that was before dinner, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you'd go on to your spag bowl or whatever. Like, I yeah. remember how much I used to look forward to Carol's turkey roll sandwiches. Do you remember? <laughs> and your mum used to make them fresh with all the good Marks and Spencer oh, stuff. Oh, and of course, and mine was cheap. <laughs> yeah, of course. God. My mum's was Crab like sticks good. remind yeah. me of your mum's fridge. There was oh, always a crab stick. Stick in your mum's fridge. You've got to love a crab stick. Yeah. Our fridge was always full, but those sandwiches used to keep us full on the trips to Great Yarmouth oh, yeah. that we used to go on with you, Carol. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those Weren't trips. We, we were oh, a cheerleading God. squad at one point. How oh, did yeah. you get us all in how the did car? I get you there doing was that? Us, no, but how did I get you cheap to be cheerleaders <laughs> oh, at you the football match? forced us, no doubt. Oh, God. Then I was I was the queen of Redbridge while you was doing the... Uh, I used to travel with a... <laughs> dressed up as the princess. What? Yes, I was... You know, what was what was Mark's Redbridge United? Miss is Redbridge United you just turn up I did I was so, I was a soppy prat <laughs> you did what I, I used to turn that. up on that coach when you girls were going to be dancing in front of all the young boys the little boys and with all your little outfits on and I used to be like the mother in of all of you like I was like your what was Man- it? Mama Jack. Mama Jack. Yeah, I was Chris Jenner. Yeah, I was Chris Jenner. But I'd 
turn up in a whole princess's outfit as well as Miss Rep with a big slash. Miss Rep with a sash. A sash. Sash, whatever you call it. <laughs> I must have been crackers. So, you were a bit crackers. I was. Do you remember the trophies you got for us when yeah. we did the cheerleading? Yeah. Do you remember those little trophies? I that could was have so been sweet, bothered, But I could have been bothered. I I was you were young it. as well. And how did I get the time with four young kids? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, mean. 20, I didn't realise that you were working it out. Of course you were. Do you feel now, looking back, that 25 was young to start a family or not? Because it wasn't in those days. I was very old in them days because most parents like had children at 18 and 19. Yeah. I was. I wanted, I lived my life and I loved my life. And when I got married at 23, I didn't try for anyone I not I didn't try for Jessica Mark or Josh yeah. I was living life and I fell pregnant at 25 and I was quite disappointed because I thought no I still want my marriage life we're enjoying ourselves and that yeah. was it but I was one of the older mums really? Oh, really yeah yeah I was much older mum but then I decided to have a late one at 40 which everyone looked at me as if I was crackers <laughs> I was the youngest oldest mother around the play school so it was looking at me as if I was mad I remember saying to the young mums in front should we do a coffee morning because I thought I need to associate with these yeah. ladies. And they looked at me as if I was a complete idiot. And I never had a coffee morning, ever, oh, with those women. Really? They yeah, they just looked, they were so young to me. Like, and I thought, Did they not do coffee mornings or they just didn't want the old fogey there? They probably didn't want me there. And at the finish, I thought, sod you lot. Can't yeah. be bothered. So, Carol, yeah. did you make an active decision to have Natalia when you were 14? I went in for Natalia. That's the only one I went in for. And what was it that made you want to go? You were just like always set on having four kids. You were broody. You thought no, by I, the time I'm 40, like, what was it? That... I always wanted lots of kids. But when I had a three of them, they all, like, grew up together. And they, I never really got the time to, like, cuddle a baby and, like, have this little baby. Mm. And so they all start growing up. And I thought, I miss a baby. So you I tried. Broody, you? Yeah, you I tried for Natalia. I miscarried, which I never had a miscarriage in my life. But it was the first one I had. Mm. And then when I, all the kids knew I was pregnant, but I miscarried the, the baby. And so they all kept saying, oh, you promised us a baby. So then Aww. the pressure was under me, especially Joshua Aww. was even worse because he was the youngest. And then I fell pregnant with Natalia. Once I was six months pregnant, that's when I started to think, what the fuck have I done? Because <laughs> <laughs> these were started to go out nightclubs, discos, we used to call them days. And I was running around the places for Jessica, yeah. every nightclub, pregnant. And I thought, I've got to go through this all again. But what happened? I gave birth to an angel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's never been to a nightclub in her life. Never goes out. Never does anything. Where I went through hell with her, Mark. <laughs> you can imagine well. all yous, every one of you, picking you up, hiding you. But I've never been allowed a boy in my bedroom. Like if there was, the door had to be wide open. He could yeah. never sleep over. The the thing is, you are a very open family. You could hide a lot from your mum if you know. Like you could have yeah. over oh, the I years, tried, you, could trust have, me. you could have hidden a lot, and if you wanted Kels, to get you away with it, no, I know, I know, but she was looking for us. Yeah, don't I you think remember? she was just too much of a detective, wasn't she? Because oh, really you didn't, you didn't get away with anything. No, oh, she was there, and every so you time. never have. But yeah. we were so good, though. We really were mm, good girls. Don't we know, I don't say. think we were that good. I don't think the worst thing we did was we used to get on the central line, ride up and down to Leytonstone and back with a bottle of Malibu in our hands. It wasn't just Leytonstone; we'd go all over. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. We travelled further than that. And I think I mean, it was a bit stronger than Malibu. It was more like vodka. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it sound terrible. It was what we do after we've had that bottle of Malibu. Yeah. Oh, we played Kiss with the boys. I think we were all right. <laughs> as we long as it was just say. kisses, we were fine. Yeah. And oh, that, that nothing, wasn't no vodka we were drinking, I can tell you that. It was nothing it was criminal, but yeah. <laughs> certainly wasn't. MD 2020 and Lambrini with our fake RDs. Yeah. Oh. They were the days. I wouldn't change it for anything. Carol, so all of your kids are in the 
public eye spotlight in some form, I suppose. How do you think you would have coped if one of your kids didn't, didn't make want it. that at all? Or didn't make it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, Josh um, isn't. Josh no, isn't in well, it. Yeah, Josh is a footballer, but but he's still in the public eye. Yeah, though. no, you I know he is. Yeah, and he's been no, on. it was absolutely fine because they did make their own fame, and I liked it. I enjoyed it, and I went along with it all, and it was fantastic. What happened all the way through our journey, but with Natalia, she wasn't like that, and she didn't want it. So I, I accepted for her to whatever she wanted to do. So I and now she is in the public eye because she's a model sort of thing. But I never ever forced her. I said no, you know, and I never really I accepted Natalia for what she was because that's what she wanted to do. And she was quiet and she didn't want to be anywhere around the public eye. So I don't know really. I I just think I am lucky because they've all been successful kids. But I don't know. I think it's just a bonding with you over your children. I think you just have to show that love. I mean, this is a really funny thing. When I used to pick the boys up from Chigwell Private School, they had a modelling casting. And I'd pick them up and I wouldn't tell them until they got in the car because they hated it. And I'd say, no, it's only one more casting, one more casting. We don't want to go. I said, oh, come on. I'd get them on the train. I'd get my bronzer, Bromford bronzer blusher out and I'd go like that to their cheeks, make sure they're glowing and walk into them auditions. No! I did. I never forget it. You literally put us in every <laughs> single thing going, didn't you, really? We used to get called up for it, so I couldn't help it. But, they, you know. I wonder if, like, we're, uh, one thing I'll say with us kids and is whether probably the most ambitious, driven, don't get me wrong, I, I also think I get it wrong a lot of the time and I could project much more energy into certain things that I should. But, you know, I try, but there's there's definitely the roots of ambition and want there. Yeah. Like, we're all, each and every one of us, probably me, Mark and Josh more than Tally, but she's still young and she's a little bit more shy. We don't give up until we get what we want and we strive and strive and nothing's ever enough. Yeah. And actually, that's probably from you being the way you were with us, which yeah, was... Yeah, pushy mother. Yeah, which... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think it's me wrong. Because... I wouldn't change it, because like I said, I wasn't confident, so I probably needed a push within reason. But yeah, I do think that, that the ambition and drive from us probably comes from that. Yeah, I think so, because I think if I could have took my life back and if I could have had the life what these have got now, I'm sure I would be on top form. <laughs> <laughs> I would have my name up in lights for sure. But I never had the opportunity. My mum didn't even have a car. They, you know, they didn't really have money and they worked, both parents worked all the time. I'd take myself to the church to do a little play or go singing at choir lessons at church because my mum and dad never took me anywhere. They never took me ballet or dancing. If they had a done, I'm sure I would have made something of myself. Yeah. I may <laughs> be, I'm sure in part from being a mother. Listen, don't get me wrong. I've been a commodity broker. <laughs> I've worked in the city. I've done every job you can think of. I got made redundant a lot of the times, but I definitely earned my penny. Always first on the redundancy after. list. Yeah. yeah. yeah so look, looking back, what would be your advice to your 18-year-old self? That's the best you... question, I think, ever for t- to and, ask and, someone. Yeah, that's... and also applies to us as well. But Carol, yeah, at your stage of life now... Looking back, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself I actually had the best time of my life when I was young. My best friend was Georgina and we lived the life of just... We did so much as youngsters. We were so sensible in the way of boys in situations, but we literally did everything. We laughed. But what would you say to your 18-year-old self? Because, you know, like, obviously now you know so much and, Mm. like, sometimes I would like to go back to my 18-year-old self and I would say... Don't waste time with absolute idiots. And I did. I wasted pretty much my whole 20s with idiots. See, I didn't... But then at the same time... Yeah. What do you mean? uh, Just value yourself more. That's what I would say to myself. Love yourself more and value yourself more. Don't let yourself... Just in terms of people in general? Know your worth. Guys. Guys. Yeah. 
So I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah, I would so say probably would say? always aim for the highest that you can get in everything. And if you are unhappy in a relationship, don't stay in it. Just yeah. don't don't waste time. I've always said that. I've not, if you, like if but you not, know, like, not your advice to us. No, because no. you were with daddy. So your yeah. advice, your advice to yourself. What would you change or tell yourself? I don't think I'd have changed anything. I had the best life ever, ever. When I was young, I the best youth. I don't think I'd change anything apart from try and find somewhere where I could make myself famous <laughs> and enjoyed my <laughs> life in that respect. I travelled probably travelled more. Not got in a relationship. Young, when I was young, I did get in a relationship which wasn't a serious relationship, but it stopped me doing what I wanted to do because I would have travelled. I think I would have travelled more. Yeah. What about you, Kel? I think mine would probably be to just know that everything's going to be all right. Because at 18, I think you can get so caught up in like growing up, can't you? And you get to that stage where you think I'm an adult and I need to take responsibility for myself and what do I want to do with my life? Like, what's my career going to be? When am I going to meet the man of my dreams? Like, you know, yeah, am I mixing with the right friends? University and all of that. And Everything's so serious at that stage of your life and you you have to make some pretty big decisions, like life decisions. And I think I would just tell myself it will all work out. It's all going to be fine because, like, I'm not one for visiting psychics, but in a way you just want to know that yeah, your life's going to right. pan out. You always didn't worry. You oh, were no, the one I that did. used to say to us. No, I'd tell everyone else I could preach, but... It's about practicing what you preach, isn't it? Mm. And I think I would stress out myself. I like ultimately, you know, and I think I had a very grounded, like, and well-rounded upbringing. So ultimately, I knew that you know, life was good and it would be okay. But I, I would always worry about, yeah, well, what if I don't get into university and what if I don't get a job? And so I'd just tell myself to not to stress, like, yeah, don't have stress where you don't well. need yeah, it. Don't worry, because stress don't worry is the, at the age of 18 because you're still babies. Yeah, really. you've got so, oh, much, so much more to, to learn. And enjoy yeah. everything that you have got and don't take things for granted. Like, yeah, make the most of every opportunity mm. and the fact that you, we could travel and we did all these things that our parents did push us to do, all these trips that we... We went skiing, like, from a young age, Very didn't we, lucky. with school yeah. and everything like that. And, like, every, all these opportunities, the French exchanges aside, um, but all these opportunities that we had, like, we were so lucky and it's hard to tell a young person that yeah. now but looking back I'd like to tell myself make the most of those opportunities and don't stress because everything else will be good mm. Mm. but you Gab I'm very clear on this I, I know what you're going to say my number one what you know I'm going to say mm-hmm. is go to drama school kid yeah go um, and instead then, of uni go to or instead of like yeah like A levels or uni yeah go just to. just go to drama school that's one of my biggest regrets in life so going back at 18 I would have said go and then I think also stop being a people pleaser like yeah. stop worrying about what people think of you if stop you can tell your 18 year old self that you need to tell your 33 year old self that I know, yeah, like, I know. Well, well bloody said Kelly yeah. I, both I'm, those I'm, things you can do right now yeah I'm uh, very fair I could go to drama school you easily could evening I'll come with you I know yeah. Watch this space. <laughs> yeah, we're coming you back. Should, you should do drama school, and I gave Jessica that opportunity when she was sixteen. But I, I said, said no, to her, "I went to." Yeah, uh, yeah. I was scared again. I was scared of was leaving scared. all my friends. Yeah. I was scared of doing something different, and I wasn't confident enough. I you really was, wasn't. You was definitely confident enough on the stage, but you just was scared to leave your friends, and you also thought that. If I do choose that life, say I don't get a job, where if I choose business and marketing, I'll always, I'll always get a job. Behind exactly. me. I had always had my mum driving yeah. that into me. You must go yeah. and get go well, to my university. My uncle, who's that. very wealthy, he said to me, please get an education behind you because you can always do that kind of stuff. And to be fair, 
my I wouldn't change my life for a second right now. There yeah. like so if I had have gone to acting school or whatever, would I be where I am now, where yeah. I'm very happy now yeah, and I love what exactly. I do? And one of so my it's... relatives, um, she has been in theatre like mm-hmm. most of her life, musical theatre. And she would always say to me, Gabrielle, you don't want it badly enough because let me tell you something, you would be in drama school. You if yeah. you wanted it that badly, you yeah. would have gone. And I would yeah. think, Yeah, that's that's right. But you also had to earn your own money, at, like you know, when Quite you, a young age, do you know what yeah. I mean? You, you you didn't have a choice because you had to live on your own because your mum moved away, yeah, yeah, and your dad moved away. So yeah. actually, in fairness, you didn't really have. Yeah. Well, you could have done I you know, money. <laughs> no, you could have done you know like the odd part time job as well as drama school, or whatever. But I suppose yeah. it was a big decision to make, and you yeah. had to live on your yeah. own, and it was expensive. Yeah, that's fair enough. I didn't really ever think about it like that. But you could have gone on the side of your job. Exactly. So. I could have. Yeah. Anyway. It's how committed you are, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jess, a question for you as a sibling of four successful kids. Do you, does it ever feel like there's a competitive edge to it? Like It must be quite intense having all four of you in some form of public eye or spotlight. Like how, does it, how does it feel being um, one of four? It's, to be honest, I, I don't know any different, obviously. And I, we're always very supportive of each other. Like We've got a family group of, with mum, dad and the, the four of us. And it's always like, I'm really nervous, I'm about to do this, or I'm so happy this has just happened, or I'm absolutely gutted this isn't happening. And we're always like, we'll always pick each other up, won't mm. we? Whether it'll be uh, me telling Josh or, or Mark telling me or Natalia telling... Mark, like whatever it might be, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we we're luck, we're so lucky, and I, I will I will take my hat off and say I'm the luckiest girl in the world to have the family I've got because ultimately it's everything. Yeah, no, I, and that makes me want to have more kids. But obviously I'm 33 now, so I don't know how many kids I'll be able to have. But I think to have a big family around you is amazing, and yeah, to have like it's just yeah, it's the best. I wish my mum had been more hands on when it came to decision making when it came to boys, and when I was upset, you can't you find it really hard to be tactile with me I find it really hard I think it's in also, general yeah you in find general it hard. no I think it's with me and my mum as well we were so much the same in that respect my mum like she found it hard to grab hold of me and cuddle me and I found it hard to do the same with her my dad was different and always wanted me to do that and that was one of the regrets of my life because I didn't do it because he my sister would cuddle my dad my other sister would cuddle my dad and I wouldn't and he used to say to me and I was like a bit like his favourite and he'd always say to me, have you watched Susan? Now she cuddles and kisses me. Uh, and it, it was an effort for me to do it. And I don't know why. And I, I think my, my, dad, husband's, my, my husband's like either, it as well. So we so. But we're so but it's funny affectionate Well, kids, and all like, of us, we are all very tactile, aren't we? Yeah. Like we're so, we all cuddle each other. Yeah. Like, and all our, our friends and family. Yeah. But all of us as girls, we've, we've grown up all being very tactile. And then I thought it was more of a generational thing. But then met my husband and realised actually it's it is a lot to do with sort of yeah either your upbringing yeah. or <clears throat> you know that, because Mark's dad's very affectionate and when he comes out to the flat now and I go up to see him he cuddles and kisses me but I sort of reject I sort of like Put a thing in you front can't, of you me. Physically you can't do it, physically can't you? do it. I get embarrassed. I don't know why. Maybe you need therapy for that. Like not. Yeah, I don't know why. And then no, 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 just to get to the bottom yeah. of it. Because but sometimes so I do. Up. Sometimes just I just like grab hold of him and kiss him. But I feel just... like I'm the I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, you're to you. so tactile. I like I'm so affectionate. So yeah. like with my kids, I will not stop grabbing and kissing. Yeah, them. but when my kids were little, I never stopped kissing. Yeah, Kissing like I'd kiss them to death. Yeah, it's when they grow up a bit more, then they get that stage where they don't want you to keep cuddling and kiss you. And like Natalie, when she go out, she goes, "Love you, mum." Love you. And then I go like that, and she go like, and I kiss both cheeks or whatever. We do things like that, but it's not all the time. Like, I'd like to see that relationship, 
But if it's not in you, you can't take yeah, it back. Yeah, and it's no, not the worst thing. Like when I see some mums and daughters, and like the daughter comes in, I love you, and they cuddle and all that, and I just could not do that. I don't know why. I also think there's something in the fact that you're so close as a family. I don't think there's anything yeah. as being too close, but you're almost so close that you don't really need to do that thing. to each yeah. other. Yeah. It's like when I think about George's family, who are incredibly close, see each other all the time, like you guys do, always chatting on WhatsApp, etc. They don't kiss and cuddle each other, but it's not because they're not in. Mm tactile as individuals it's because they don't need to because they only saw each other yesterday yeah, or talked seconds. an hour yeah. ago or yeah maybe I we're so close that we don't have that yeah. kind of Whereas Hi, my family yeah. my mum lives in Hertfordshire my dad lived in Devon so every time I saw them it was cuddles kisses because I wasn't seeing them every yeah. day yeah, so I think there's something to do with it that you're so mm. close you don't need to be like that yeah maybe so another big question, Mum, you've been with my dad for 34 years. Like, what is your secret? Because obviously it doesn't always happen. You know, there's for, for someone to get together at that young age, all those years ago and be together now, what is the secret? I don't know. I've always told you as kids that when you meet the person that you love or you want to be with the rest of your life, you just know it. And I just think there was so much passion in the way of, like, we both... We're still jealous of each other, which is quite sad. That's really sad. sad. I think that's really nice. Really sad. Like, but as the marriage, I think just the good thing about me and Mark is like, if he wants to go to the pub, I go with him. Like, I join him. So a lot of women, what they do is they get in a ruck of doing their own thing. So they sit and watch TV with a cup of tea, watching all these that soaps. A man will go off to the pub, and to me, that's not. A companionship. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is funny because Big Mark would probably quite like to go over that pub and speak to yeah. But as soon as he goes out that door, I'm right behind him. So I think it that's what's always there. happened. Wherever he's gone, I've always followed him or he's always followed me. And you always make I things agree. happen like, together. Th- th- I've always said, like you, you used to say, when you know, you know. And I used yeah. to think, well, that's never happened to me, so how am I going to bloody know? But I now get it. And I think when you want to spend all your free time with someone doing the same things and even if it's just sitting on the sofa watching a box set or going to do whatever, I think that's when you know because yeah. it's like they've become a best friend. And, yeah, that's I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it is that. We must speak to each other about ten times a day, like when he's on the road and I'm going, every time I can't keep feet, oh, where are you? What are you doing? Here, ring me. What are you doing? Where are you? And it's yeah. really weird. And then we meet back home at four or five o'clock when he finishes work. We both go and get ready. We always do go over the park. Oh, no, he's gone away now for work with my I brother. Know. for two, three days. And she's like, well, what am I going to do for the next three nights? I'm like, Mum, She's lost. I'm down. lost. I literally am lost. I actually got oh, very, really, really nice. sad. And I thought, I really do miss him. He's only just gone away to Spain. Oh. But I thought that's because I'm really lonely. And I, what would I do if he weren't around? Oh. It must be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But when you've got all your kids and they're little, you don't think about it. No. When you get older, Carol, how hard <laughs> is maintenance? Honestly, the the things that we already we already have to like pluck and squeeze yeah, and it just dye gets and all of that. It gets harder. It's like the and harder. medicine box situation. Then, I told oh, you, men are yeah. just year. as bad. Yeah. No, 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 they don't. Big Mum looks like a monkey's air. He's yeah, got... But Mum, they leave it on there. We no, have to No, I don't get rid stop moaning every single night. I said, if I don't shave that chest of yours and that bag, I'm sick of it because he's got so much hair. It looks like a fucking monkey. <gasps> no. Oh, really? Well, I was mortified the other day. I was sat on my partner's lap. We were just mucking about in the living room watching TV. And, um, we were, and he went to me, what's those three hairs on your head? I went, sorry? <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. You know when you get baby hairs? Yeah. Like, um, and like, so, like these were like not growing; they were just staying at like quite a short length. Right. So I plucked them. Like I just thought, I'm not having them there. I'm going to take them out. They're kind of interfering with my hairline. They grew through, and it looked like stubble. Oh, oh no! So I was like, "What? What do you mean?" I started getting hot. It was like those hairs there, and I was like, "It's just 
Wait, baby hair. He was like, you're 33. I was like, yeah, you get baby hair at that age. Shut up. Did you know? And then I went straight <laughs> upstairs and plucked them and I was mortified. Oh, but it's no. like, he's got all sorts of hairs growing oh. out of God knows what, but I can't have time. It is horrible, little. isn't it? So the listeners are getting to know us girls more and more each week, I think. But mum, as you've known us all, obviously me, you've known the girls since they were like eight. Can you give us any little stories that you can remember? Oh, God, Nothing really? too sordid, please. <laughs> Uh, my memories of used girls were obviously coming away with us every single time we went away. We took the whole bloody lot of you. One of the stories is a caravan site we went on and we went in a minibus because the boys were doing a football tournament. We took you to discos every night, but Gabrielle seemed to have a water infection. How <laughs> so, did I have that at age? I don't know. So she literally wet the bed every night. and No, I used to wake up and go, Nan... It's freezing in this bed. It feels damp. And she'd go, no, you're all right. It's just the dampness in the caravan. She'd come in one day. It was a puddle. Poor Gabby <laughs> had been puddle. getting up every night. She'd wet the bed. And oh, all, God. We were at the bingo, in, we were at the bingo hall. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Me and Gabby were sat on those swingy little like, stools. And I was like, Gab, my numbers are coming in. She was like, I've got to go, Jess. I've really <laughs> got to go. ladies. And I was like, just give me one more game because I'm literally nearly a full hour. She was like, Jess, I've got to go. She stood up. There was a puddle on the oh, stool and no. on the floor. She couldn't control it. Yeah, Bless you know her. What? I don't know how that happened. And then to continue the story on yeah, Carol, do you remember yeah. in the car on yes, the way home? Yes, on the way home when Alex wanted to wee in a bottle to take back to her uncle and <laughs> pretend it was lemonade. So I had all this going on all the way through. But then there was another time of all these girls when we took them to Spain. Jess was on some sort of oh, antihistamine yes. tablets. Yeah. And they <laughs> always, always, I hate yeah. always and they thought they could yeah, they thought shock. they could drink, which they couldn't. They was all into these like boys, Google eyes and silly things that they used to do. And they was all in a villa. We allowed them to have a villa between them all. And the boys were next door to them. But all of a sudden Jessica went on the turn because she got well, I think you'd had a couple of drinks and you was on antihistamines and it didn't it affected her. And she went off walking in her bra and knickers and handbag. <laughs> I don't remember being in my bra and knickers. I don't remember yeah. that either. With aerial shoes as well. She never she had no. the high shoes on, yeah. And the girls quickly rang me and said, quick, quick, Carol, Jessica's gone into one. She's walking along the street with no clothes on. You know on. why that was? Because you'd had a row with your boyfriend No, it's because I wanted to ring him and you lot wouldn't let me because he was such an idiot. So oh, you yeah. stole my phone. So the next stage, Carol will obviously be becoming a grandmother ultimately. <laughs> You've got four beautiful children and ultimately they will hopefully all have children and provide you with grandchildren. How do you feel about I mean, if we, if we all had what you had, four kids, you're going to have 16 grandchildren. Mm. Right. So this that is, what, <laughs> so this is my thing on this because I've always wanted grandchildren. I love babies to the end of the earth. But I've started getting a little bit scared because I think they're all going to come together. They say they come like buses and I live in Abridge and buses come very irregular. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that when they do come, they all come together. I don't know if I'm going to really want it because everyone I speak to is go, don't wish for what you haven't got because you're lumbered with these kids. And I thought... My fr- I've got so much freedom yeah. that really you, know, the you get night. bored out of your brains having all the freedom. I know, but and you would take the piss. You would literally <laughs> run me down <laughs> to the would. ground. You would say, Mom, <laughs> I've got to get... She's looking She does she it enough with the dog. Like, she will not get off her butt and bring that dog to me. I have to go and get the dog. Yeah. She hasn't got time. Then she makes me feel guilty, like, oh, 
Well, didn't okay, I get you a nice pair of shoes today? No. I thought you got, of you when I went shopping? Yeah, I bet you did. You didn't think of taking me for the day, did you? While I was stuck at home on my own with your dog. Oh, well, don't worry. Soon you'll have my grandchildren to look after. <laughs> so you won't be bored. And that's what I am worried about. But, you know, I love children anyway. And I, lo- I can sit and talk and play with children 24-7. I think that'll be your next era, you know? Like, like I feel like this era is coming to a bit of an end where we're all settling down, whatever. And she's bored because we've all flown the nest. I think the, uh, the next, next year is going to be a whole new it? stage of yeah. life. And that will be when the grandchildren yeah, come. Yeah, but I sometimes wouldn't want what I've seen of some of the mums. Right? The yeah. kids are like round there 24-7. Yeah. The babies are there. And I just think I wouldn't... I, I, think I mean, really as much as I love the children, that. but I wouldn't really want to... Like, 24-7 where I couldn't go nowhere and I couldn't organise my house and no. it's turned into a playroom. I know it's going to happen. I know or it's going to happen. you guilty every time you go on holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'll take them all and I'd be, yeah. on, I'd be putting three dogs in the kennels that I've got yeah. lumbered with and then I'll have 25 grandchildren on, on the back of it. No, I, I mean, I love kids, as I say, but is, there is points, I suppose, that you've got to think about. Right, I will lose my freedom a lot as well. It might be a good thing. You no. and Daddy need to get out that pub. <laughs> <laughs> we quite enjoy our little You are pub. not taking my child down that pub. Well, then you keep you. that child at yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because those out. children will have to go with my rules and no other rules. I ain't sitting indoors with bleeding kids all day. <laughs> Don't you never did in. before. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on that note, I think we'll have uh, an end there. Mum, thanks for joining us on Girls No Filter. You've been great. Thank, Thank you so, so much, Carol. Carol. And we will see you next time. Bye. 